You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. everyone. My name is Tim Webb, and I'm here with David Klingler for our Teach Me the Bible podcast. And David, as we get started, I want to remind everyone, just for their continued growth, we have a study guide available uh, for them. Uh, They can get that study guide uh, by downloading the Teach Me the Bible app or by visiting our website at teachmethebiblepodcast.com. Also, if you're if you visit the website, we have daily devotionals that Tuesday through Friday, uh, blog posts. We have a Q and A with with you, David, on uh, biblical and theological questions. If they'll just sign in, uh, and uh, uh, also I just want to say at this point, we it, it's never our desire to replace the church. It's always our desire to be building up the body of Christ. Absolutely. And, and encouraging pastors, encouraging at the local level for people to engage their local congregation and, and walking with their pastor. So, but this is supplemental. This is to encourage them to go deeper. And so I just wanted everybody to be aware of that. Uh, today, uh, we are continuing Paul's discussion in this. Uh, well, not, it's really, uh, it's more than a discussion. It's oh, a, yeah. It's a, he's he's developed an argument. He's addressing some issues. And, and last week we were in chapter 12. Chapter 12 and 13, as we've talked about this, are two chapters that people tend to put in isolation mm-hmm. for their own benefit. Uh, to uh, I don't want to, you know, really don't want to be condescending, but we we so focus on ourselves sure. outside of the body of Christ. And Paul's using these to further his discussion and and really attacking his opponents. Yeah, we've been we've been taught to read. Bible verses and sometimes chapters in isolation. Mm-hmm. You know, most often we read verses, we quote verses in isolation with real, you know, devoid mm-hmm. of any context. Uh, but in chapters 12 and chapter 13, these are actually unique. It's chapters that we're actually uh, viewing in isolation apart from Paul's discussion. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, and what's interesting is chapters 12 and 13 and 14 and the point that Paul's making actually is a point opposite of how they're often mm-hmm. used. In the church, which is really interesting. So Very interesting. they're actually teaching <laughs> what the Corinthians were doing wrong, what Paul's mm-hmm. trying to correct. They are continuing to, to mm-hmm. keep it alive. So, uh, so anyway, so chapter 13 is, uh, we call it the love chapter, mm-hmm. right? It's the, right. it's the wedding chapter. Mm-hmm. It's all, you, you probably, if you've been to, I, I bet if you've been to three Christian, uh, uh, weddings, you've heard this at least of one of the three, mm-hmm. maybe two of the three. Possible, all three of the all three, three, right? Possibly, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, but it always begins in uh, the the quote of the of the uh, of the chapter of verses always mm-hmm. begins in chapter thirteen, verse four. But Paul doesn't begin in thirteen four. He's got right. three sentences or three verses mm-hmm. before that, right? Love mm-hmm. is patient. Love is kind. Love is you know, and that's kind of where the discussion begins. Mm-hmm. But but Paul's making the point. Uh, out of chapter 12, that everything that we do is for the building up of the body of Christ. You're going to be judged by your motives, and good motives is for the building up of the body of Christ. And if you tear down the temple, the body of Christ, God will tear down you, and so Mm -hmm. build up the temple in everything we're doing. And that's why Paul does everything he does in regards to marriage, in regards to food, in regards Mm -hmm. to getting paid, everything that he's doing. Uh, He is 
trying to build up the body of Christ, and he's suffering for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so because he's suffering and because he's not uh, utilizing his authority, his liberty, they translate his authority, he is viewed by the Corinthians as being weak and being foolish and being without honor. Mm-hmm. And so Paul is saying, no, no, everything that we do is at our expense for the building up of the body. And so uh, he ends chapter 12, uh, earnestly desire the greater gifts, uh, you know, Apostleship would be first, mm-hmm. uh, pro, a prophet second, teaching third. Because those in particular, because they build up the body mm-hmm. of Christ, they mm-hmm. communicate to the body the word. Uh, and so Paul's going to say in Ephesians chapter four, for example, the apostles and prophets and pastors mm-hmm. and teachers and evangelists, all of those are ministries of the word, either revelation to the apostle or prophet, or taught by the pastor, teacher, evangelist for the building up of the body, for works of mm-hmm. service, right? Mm-hmm. So the body is equipped with the word so that it can act. right? And so he's saying, it, uh, it, it earnestly desire the greater gifts, those that build up the body through the ministry of the word, mm-hmm. uh, which is why in chapter 14 he's going to say, if you're speaking in tongues and no one there is, to, is mm-hmm. there to interpret, the word doesn't edify the body. It doesn't mm-hmm. build up the body. It's useless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, he says, earnestly desire the greater gifts, and I will show you a more excellent way. That's the last verse in chapter no, no, 12. No, last week you said you used a word for desire, but earnestly desire, you said value. Yeah, value, yeah. I, 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 I just want to remind our readers, because when you talk about motive and you talk about building up, there are certain things that we should value. And so walking into chapter 13, absolutely, with what you were saying last week, this value yep. is priority. Yep. Yeah, th- this is... Uh, uh, this is to uh, you know to um, regard as excellent, superior, better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, you know, because d- I, I just I just want to pull that out because in verse thirty one, when you say "but earnestly desire," if we take this from the wrong motive of building up the individual, which is what has happened in chapter twelve in today's church. I think that value, what is supreme, what is of the most excellent. And so I just wanted to remind our readers yeah, and, and listeners the, of that. Yeah, the reason they're to value those mm-hmm. things is because those things build, build up. up the body mm-hmm. of Christ, right? <clears throat> yeah. He actually is, uh, um, is going to use a um, kind of, it's from the same root mm-hmm. uh, in 13.4. So in 12.31, uh, desire... Mm-hmm. Um, um, but desire in a good way, not desire mm-hmm. in a bad way. Mm-hmm. To desire in a bad way is translated jealous. It's not okay. jealous, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. And right. so it's a, it is a desire. It is, a, you know, so you, you, those things which build up are the things mm-hmm. which are to be elevated, more important mm-hmm. in your mind. And, and, and even before you go into chapter 13, the, just, Listening to how you define love, because I don't want to assume that our our new listeners under that they know the kind of love we're talking about. And, yeah. And so you've spoken to that in yeah, the past. Yeah. Yep. This sacrificial. Yeah. It's the it's the care. It's the love that God shows. It's the mm-hmm. love of Christ for His bride, the church. It is a mm-hmm. sacrificial right. love at right. His expense mm-hmm. for the benefit. And so everything Paul is doing is at His expense for the benefit. Of the body of mm-hmm. Christ, so he is a mm-hmm. servant of uh, mm-hmm. the Lord, and so he has taken his freedom mm-hmm. and used it uh, because he recognized he was purchased with a price, and so mm-hmm. he is a, mm-hmm. a bond servant of Christ, yeah. and so he's using 
all of his gifts, abilities, talents, mm-hmm. everything he's got for the building up of the right. body of Christ. And that's love. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's I, I love. just We talk about this so much. I didn't yep. want to forget that we do have some people that <clears throat> on these terms and defining, we have just made a mess of oh, terms. Yes. Oh, yes. How we've yes. redefined in the but church. But that's so. what Satan always does. Satan mm-hmm. has always been in the meaning-changing business, yes. right? Right. Uh, and we have all kinds of examples we mm-hmm. could talk about in our culture today. And mm-hmm. and uh, so, you know, the church says we stand for this, and then Satan changes that word's meaning. And then we change mm-hmm. the word, and, it, you know, and just it's right. this vicious cycle, right? right. And, so, and so we're always mm-hmm. having to clearly explain and define what we mean by our words. Definitions are so important. Right. right? Uh, but uh, 13.1. So yep. 13.1 says, if I speak with the tongues of men, uh, now tongues are languages, mm-hmm. right? From the very mm-hmm. beginning of the story till the very end of the story, uh, the tongues are, are languages. Mm-hmm. And and next week, we'll pick that up. We'll explain mm-hmm. that a little okay. bit uh, more clearly. But I wanted to just raise that in passing here to start with. Speaking in the tongues of men and of angels, uh, and, uh, but do not have love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Now, that's going to be important uh, in chapter uh, chapter 14 mm-hmm. because he's going to use a lot of the the same uh, language, uh, uh, the flute or the harp, uh, 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 distinction in tones, right? The, mm-hmm. the the bugle and all. So there's these, uh, you know, they're just making noise if right. they don't build up or edify, and, and that's what he's saying here, right? Um, I'm just a, a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. They 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 mm-hmm. translate it. Uh, if I don't have love, if I have the gifts of prophecy, I want you to notice that these are all first person singular pronouns. Mm-hmm. I will show you a more excellent way. If I speak with the tongues of men, if I have the gift of prophecy, if I uh you know have mm-hmm. the you know the know all mysteries, mysteries and all so. knowledge and I have all faith and all this stuff. Uh but I don't have love. I'm of no value. So he's contrasting himself with them, he has all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 knows, you know, he has the gift of prophecy. Uh, he you know knows has mystery and knowledge and faith, and and uh, he's taking the gospel to the Gentiles, uh, moving mountains, and and, uh, and and but he says if if I if I have all these things and I don't have love, what what good is it, mm-hmm. right? If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, if uh, notice that you can give possessions to the poor for the wrong reason, right? Yeah. If it's not motivated mm-hmm. out of love, if it's motivated just so that I could say I'm giving possessions to the poor, or if I deliver my body to be burned, um, but I do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient. Uh, and I would point out Paul has been patient with them. Mm-hmm. He has been kind towards them. If we go back to chapter 4, um, uh, he uh, he explains this hour, to this very hour, we are hungry and thirsty and poorly clothed and roughly treated and are homeless. Mm-hmm. We toil working with our hands. When we're reviled, we bless. When we're persecuted, we endure. When we're slandered, we try to conciliate. We become the scum of the world, the dregs of all. I don't write these things to shame you, but to admonish you, to to change your thinking. Mm-hmm. That's the word behind that. Uh, as my beloved children, uh, change your thinking so that you will think like Christ, so that you will have the mind of Christ. We mm-hmm. have the mind of Christ. We want you to think like us so that you, you have, have the mind of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, we want to to be patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. I've been patient and kind towards you. It's not jealous. 
It does not brag or uh, be arrogant. These are all things that, but you become arrogant. You are bragging. You become Mm -hmm. arrogant. You're acting unbecomingly. Mm -hmm. That's not love. Uh, You're seeking your own, your own elevation. That's not love. Mm Uh, you're provoking one another. Love's not provoked. It, it does not take account a wrong suffered. It doesn't go tit for tat, mm-hmm. right? When I'm wronged, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I, I try to conciliate, I try to make amends. Uh, it doesn't uh, rejoice in unrighteousness. What are you doing over there mm-hmm. in chapter five? You got this, you know, situation in your midst. You're not judging. In fact, you're elevating it. Well, this is stuff that what doesn't happen in the, yeah. in the pagans mm-hmm. don't do this. But it rejoices with the truth. Again, something you're not doing. I'm giving you the truth, and you're not rejoicing mm-hmm. in the truth. You're actually marginalizing me. And, and so if you have love, then love responds to the truth. It bears all things. It believes all, hopes all, endures all. It never fails. Uh, if there's prophecy, it'll be done away with. If there's knowledge, it will be done away with. We know in mm-hmm. part. We prophesy in part. Why will it be done away with? Because because you prophesy uh, to tell people what's coming, mm-hmm. right? What to expect, mm-hmm. what's coming, so that they know what the Lord. But when the Lord comes, what do you need prophecy for? He's, you know, the, the mm-hmm. prophecy was to tell you about the Christ. Well, there he is. Sta- he's standing there. Mm-hmm. He's there in your presence. And of course, uh, this is what uh, what Paul has anticipated from the very beginning of the letter. Mm-hmm. So that you're not lacking any gift, the gifts of the body. This is back in chapter mm-hmm. one, verse seven. Um, that uh, you're not lacking any gift, eagerly awaiting the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, who will confirm you till the end, blameless in the day of the Lord. Right? When chapter four, he goes back to that day of the Lord discussion, and how they are found blameless is because they're to be found with pure motives. Mm-hmm. So he wants to correct their motives the building up of the body, so that when the full comes, when the perfect, perfect comes, comes, when Christ comes, mm-hmm. uh, the partial will be done. Well, what's the partial? The partial are all of these, you know, gifts to the body, which were for mm-hmm. the building of the body in Christ's absence. But when Christ is here, you won't need You're prophecy right. anymore. You won't need knowledge because uh, Christ will be there. Yeah. We're incomplete. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, and so for we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away with. Mm-hmm. But what won't be done away with is love. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a child, I used to speak as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. But when I became a man, I did away with the childish things. And, and in Paul's so he's mind, telling them to grow up here. He's telling them to grow up mm-hmm. here just as he did. See, yeah. he used to think in terms of, self-elevation and all mm-hmm. this stuff and doing all these things, for, you know, in Judaism. Right. Uh, but they were wrong motives, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so so he grew up. They need to grow up. They need to uh, receive what he says as mm-hmm. truth and spiritual. For now, we see uh, in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now, I know in part. Did you notice it mm-hmm. goes, I know in part. But then I shall be fully known just as I have, uh, or I will uh, uh, know know fully fully. just as I have been fully known, right? So he's saying, I'm revealing to you what's been revealed to me, but my revelation to you is not total, perfect, and complete. But when the perfect comes, Mm -hmm. the partial will be done away Mm -hmm. with, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, But what won't be done away with is faith, hope, love, these three, and the greatest is love. Uh, and so 
this is uh, perfect. You know, um, we can uh, we often want lists in church. Okay, mm-hmm. just tell me the list. Give me what I'm. Tell me what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do. I don't need to know the story. I don't need to know the Bible. I don't need to know the book. I don't or even need... tell me what to believe. Yeah, tell me I mean, what to believe. Yeah. What to believe and what to do. Tell me what to believe. Tell me what to don't do. Even think through it. And really, just you know, um, you know, and, and and increasingly it seems that it's not even tell me what to believe because we don't yeah. believe anything. It's just tell me what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll do what you believe. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, why do you believe it? Mm-hmm. Right. And if your belief isn't based on something, but, well, this guy says this and that guy says that, then it's okay. Somehow that becomes licensed to believe whatever you want to believe. If you believe whatever mm-hmm. whatever you want to believe, you're going to do whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what what's taken out of that is our motives, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it right to do X? Well, is it right to uh, let's go back to Paul's example? Is it right to deliver my body to be burned? <laughs> well, is it ever right to deliver your body to be burned? Paul would say absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you're sacrificing yourself for the for the body, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing it somehow thinking that this gains you merit before God, or mm-hmm. if you fly a plane into a building that somehow this gains you merit. There are wrong motives mm-hmm. for doing that as well. Uh, what about uh, uh, feeding uh, you know, feeding the poor or something like that? Give my possessions to the poor. Is there a wrong motive? Yeah, if you think that that gets you mm-hmm. some kind of merit, that's the wrong motive. Um, I always, when I'm teaching the book of James, I always preface uh, the, the whole book by saying, okay, here's the last thing I want you to do, people. Yeah. The last thing I want you to do is go start an orphans and widows ministry. Yeah. Last thing, right? Uh, because you will be enticed to go out there and start your orphans and widows ministry and then think that somehow this builds you up, that, well, I care for orphans and widows, and I'm better than mm-hmm. you because I care for... And that that would absolutely miss the point. Mm-hmm. Um, the point that James wants Israel to recognize, these these Jewish believers to remember and recognize, is you were servants, you were... You were slaves in the land of Egypt. You were foreigners. Mm-hmm. You were without God, without hope. If God doesn't act, you got nothing, mm-hmm. right? And so you were aliens. You were hopeless and helpless, mm-hmm. and God rested you. And so now, because you recognize that he has helped you, mm-hmm. he has loved you, mm-hmm. and then you look across there and you see the orphan or the widow or the alien, and you recognize that by the grace of God, that would be you. Yeah. Right now, you care for them as you've been cared for, mm-hmm. and so I say, uh, when you can't stand it anymore, now go start now your orphans and widows. You know, it's interesting you brought up James. I was just, and maybe this is a discussion for another time, but in in verse um, 11, 12, and thirteen, talking about when the perfect comes, you know, it's in part, but when the perfect comes, we'll fully know. Uh, verse 12, he mentions, for now we see in a mirror dimly. James mm-hmm. mentions a mirror as well. Is he talking about the revelation of who Christ is and the word that we just have? That's all we have, what has been given to the apostles and prophets. But then, because then he says, but then face to face. Yeah, yeah. So uh, James is using this mirror imagery a little differently. So with Paul, he's saying, look, uh, we see in a mirror dimly. We we don't mm-hmm. see exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know in part. We prophesy in part. Mm-hmm. But when the perfect comes, we'll see clearly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, what James is doing is there are these people who have looked in the mirror, seen themselves as sinners, mm-hmm. 
come to faith in Christ, then walk away and go right back, back like they was, forgot what they were yeah. looking in the mirror about, okay. you know. And, okay. and so they're, and so they're, it's so the mirror, and, and it, that's a good point that, um, uh, that you, you can't just pull all your mirror verses or fruit verses mm-hmm. or whatever verses right. out of, uh, in isolation and say, mm-hmm. well, that, that proves, no, no, no. Um, they're always in a context. And so if your understanding of the verse doesn't fit the context, then you need to go back yeah. and, Look and, uh, and evaluate that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. anyway, but, uh, now abide in faith and hope and love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, faith. This is how you entered into the body of Christ through faith. Mm-hmm. Hope. Your hope is in the, the coming one. Uh, when hope is realized, you don't need hope anymore. Mm-hmm. When Christ comes up on the scene, you don't. But the one that's going to drive you uh, the most, that's most important in the body of Christ, is love. Mm-hmm. The greatest is is love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struck by a, a statement that uh, Paul made earlier, and it's relevant here in in Corinthians uh, to sin against the brother. To, to wound the brother's conscience, to sin against the brother, is to sin against a member of the body of Christ. And to sin against a member of Christ is to sin against Christ. Christ. Mm-hmm. So to not have love for the brother is not to have love for Christ. Mm-hmm. How can you say that you love God who you haven't seen? And here's your brother. And this is John in First mm-hmm. John, right? Mm-hmm. So, so to not have love for the brother who is a member of Christ's body is to not have love for Christ's body, mm-hmm. which is to not have love for Christ. I always tell uh, students, I think it's, you know, I've got, I tell it to them because I need to, to remember it. My <laughs> only tangible relationship I have, tangible, yeah. uh, touch, feel, smell, hear, my only tangible relationship with Christ is with his body, mm-hmm. the fellow members, because the head, the Christ is absent. He's, at the right hand of the Father, He's making intercession for our sins. Uh, we have relation uh, to Christ through faith, through the ministry of the Spirit in the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, to sin against the body of Christ is to sin against Christ. To tear down the body is to tear down Christ. To tear down the church is to tear down His body. Mm-hmm. And so, if we don't have love for the body, you know, jokingly say, you know, Lord. Help me act like I love these people. Well, you know, <laughs> because sometimes it's it's hard. I, I, I can be unlovable. Yeah. Yesterday I was I was pretty unlovable all day, right? Yeah. Uh, this, you know. Uh, but you got to remind yourself this is Christ's body. We got you through. Uh, yeah, it, and and and, and, and this is a two way street, right? Yeah. Uh, and so um, love is patient. We've got to mm-hmm. be patient with right, one right. another. We've got to be yeah. kind to one another. Not yeah. jealous. Not arrogant. Not bragging. Not acting unbecomingly. <laughs> not provoked. Not taking into account a wrong suffered, uh, but rejoicing in truth, not yeah. unrighteous. You know, all yeah. of this applies to us, and this is how we are to live in the body. Yeah. And it's important to never forget it because otherwise yeah. there'll be divisions in the body, yeah. and that's not good. I'm just laughing. They don't know what we were doing last night, our yeah. families, but I've just reminded me of Hadley going, uh, you can act like you're not having fun, but we know you're having fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I think in the church, you know, we need each other because it, the weight is so heavy. Sure. The burden yeah. of, of you know, and when you choose, and I, I just, uh, I don't know if you have any last thoughts before we conclude, but one of the things and just encouraging uh, our brothers and sisters out there, when you choose Christ and you're a part of, uh, when he comes and brings you, through faith into this incredible family. Yep. And we decide to walk with our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and do what scripture says, come alongside 
it, it, it's a tough road. It is. And we need each other. And sometimes I think we forget our joy, the joy of our salvation. And, and sometimes I need you to remind me no of some things. And vice versa. Yeah. Absolutely. And, so, and, and stay in there long enough to endure through that time of struggle yes. Yes. and difficulty. Uh, what I, it just strikes me as we're sitting here talking that uh, you know the analogies that Paul uses, the analogy of a soldier, mm-hmm. of a farmer, of an athlete, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, this is football season is uh, is upon us, and mm-hmm. and uh, you watch these guys, and you get hit. You know, I've been there, done it. You get hit. You're mm-hmm. laying there. Mm-hmm. You're questioning again. Why am I doing this? And and one of those the big guys who gets no fame. Mm-hmm. His name. The only time his name is ever mentioned is when he's holding or does something wrong. You know. But you realize because you're in the mm-hmm. uh, that those big linemen. Those are the those are the reasons <laughs> that you can make all the big bucks and get all the fame and throw all yeah. the touchdowns and mm-hmm. you know and the uh, and they come over there and they grab you mm-hmm. and they just you know those big paws kind of grab your shoulder yeah. pads and they oh, they lift oh, you up and they stand you on you your up. feet and they say come on <laughs> let's go you know yeah and, you know, yeah. right back at it right. Yeah. Um, that it is the uh, the bearing one another's yeah. burdens, the the caring one another, yeah. caring for one another, encouraging yeah. one another. Don't quit. Don't, don't fight. Quit. Someone's down, you go get them Pick and you them get them up. Because mm-hmm. the next play, they're laying there on the ground, and I'm over there trying to you know get them up. drag their big rear ends <laughs> come on, off the I need carpet. You. <laughs> you know, come on, hey, come on. We got another right? one. Yeah, we got here another we go. one. Yeah. Yep. And, and, yeah. and that's what it ought to yeah. look like. But yeah. but for some reason, and, and last week we mentioned this, and, uh, that that we turn this thing into individual Christianity, where somehow you got to be like the Lone Ranger and fight against the devil all by yourself and bear your own burdens and mm-hmm. pray your own prayers and and you're mm-hmm. kind of on this on your own and it's my faith and my Jesus and my religion and my walk and all this stuff. And I'm saying that that's not Christian. Uh, that Christian is being in in the body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have good days and bad days, and but you need one another right. to build you up. Say, right. Let's go, let's come on, it. quit let's your whining, it. quit your complaining, <laughs> suck it up, yeah. right? rub dirt on it. Yeah. You're you're going to live until you're not. So we're, not we're in quitting. this together. Yeah, we're That's not quitting. Right. We're not no quitting. quit. No quit. This, right? And and that encourages me. Yeah, sure. all right. Well, yeah. Let's, let's get going again. We all need that encouragement. That's right. Uh, and and this is what Paul's talking about. And everything he's doing mm-hmm. is at his expense for the building up of the mm-hmm. brethren. But Paul needs to be encouraged as well, and we right. all do. Right. Uh, and so this week, as you're going through this, uh, faith, hope, and love. But the most important is love. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and uh, and the love for the member of Christ. You can do that. Do it right. this week. All right. Well, David, thank you. Looking forward to our, our next conversation. And so I want to encourage everyone to come back and join with us in our Teach Me the Bible podcast. Thank you, David. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.